Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome back to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture and try to keep things just a little bit more positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, and my god, you're about to see why, but we do have a good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by my jellical co-host, Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Good jellical evening to you, sir. The term jellical is like muck in McDonald's. It's like anything can be... Muck, muck something like jellical something. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Smurf. I I don't know what I haven't seen Smurf. If that's <laughs> you haven't seen Smurf, I don't know what I don't know if it's like a. You, I don't, I don't know what medium Smurf you're referring to. Like, is it breaking news? Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence has never seen Smurf. I don't know what <laughs> I know what Smurfs are, but is it like a is it a film? Is it what? Lawrence, <laughs> I don't know. Smurf. I That's don't know. hilarious. <laughs> the Smurfs was yeah. an old cartoon and then subsequent terrible movie. I see. But, okay. but they would always say Smurf, like, good Smurf, Smurf in hell. Yeah, that. well, that's exactly it, yeah. This is some big Smurf, and this is a Smurf in time. Just Happy Smurf. Words. Just whatever. How are you, Nathan? <laughs> We'll we'll see how I am <laughs> because I just finished I just finished watching a movie and I'm currently drinking wine and I don't usually drink so let's get into it. <laughs> a nice Chardonnay is it? An evening Chardonnay? It is a savvy B, a Sauvignon Ooh. Blanc for the uninitiated. So, I see. Excuse the motorbike. Um, so yes. <laughs> Uh, I I am drinking a wine. I, it's a lovely Thursday evening. Um, it's our one year anniversary, kind of. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday, Monday, wasn't it? 
on Monday, yes. So this is our one year special, kind of. Happy Monday. Happy as if we're doing as if we're doing this for our for our one year special. As the, as if this is what we went, yeah, good one. We'll do that. So what this is is it's cats, which you know, which everyone knows. You know listening to this. Um but it's cats with a twist, isn't it, Lawrence? It is cats with a twist, yeah. I have seen neither cat's property, not the <clears throat> Not the film of the stage production in 1998 or 88. The BBC televised adaptation. That's it. Is it 98 or 88? 98. So I haven't seen that one. Well, I have now, but I hadn't seen that one. And I also hadn't seen the the famously considered terrible, I won't give my opinion on it yet, um, uh, 2019 adaptation. Nathan had seen the 1998 version had never seen the 2019 version. And also, and also, um, just just quick side note as well, I actually like Cats. Um, I like the musical. I've been in the musical. I did a produ- I did a version of it in high school. Uh, so I have quite a lot of love for this musical. Just quick side note there. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so basically what we've done, Nathan <clears throat> made sure that I would watch Cats 2019 first. So that all of my cat's knowledge, uh, or original cat's knowledge, came from the 2019 version. My reason for this was I believe I have a bias, okay? And okay. I wanted to see how it held up. Like I said, I I know cats, I've done cats, I, I really like, I'm giving it away a little bit, but I really like the 1998 version of cats, because I've watched it from a young kid for all my life, really. So I do like that version. And I wanted to see how someone who has never seen neither of those, either, neither, one of them, who has never seen any of these movies reacts to them. Is the 98 version better than the 2019 version, or is it just nostalgia talking on my end? Maybe a little of both, who knows, but we'll get into it and we'll find out. Okay, so where do you want to start with this? I... Okay... Um, let, let blanket statement, all cards on the table, just straight up. Okay, Caps 2019 is the worst fucking movie I have ever seen in my life. I hate, I cannot stress enough how much I fucking despised watching this movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. I have to say that I'm 100% with you. Um, it's just... It's the definition of just a wet fart, isn't it? Like, it's just its just so uh, uninspired and, and crap. <laughs> I've got so much note, so many notes. On I have hardly things. any, because I just could not be bothered to just think any more about it. Um, okay. But every single choice in this movie just completely baffles me. Like, I just cannot understand the thought process. First of all, Cats, the actual deciding to do a real, true-to-life, live-action adaptation of Cats. Are you fucking insane? Without Why? any Cats is the key. Um... Yes, exactly. Why? Even if you had... Like actual cats, how would that look? It'd be fucking ridiculous. See, I actually thought to myself halfway through watching the 2019 mm. one, I would prefer it if the director had just gone balls to the wall, fuck it, 
we're animating cats or we're training cats to do some dumb shit and we're making a kind of a parody of cats, right? Because as far as I can tell, a lot of like a common consensus of the ninth, even the 1998 one is that people go, if I like it, I like it, but I can admit that it's dumb. And let me say that. Yes, 100% agree. Because Cats, just the concept of the musical, is fucking ridiculous. Yep. There's no plot, there's no story, it's just Cats fucking introducing themselves for two hours. That's literally all it is. It's fucking ridiculous. There's a fucking orgy scene right in the middle of it. You have people oh. dressed up as Cats and they have an orgy. It is stupid, it is dumb. But if you are going to do it, have fun with it. Don't yeah. Don't go for this really true-to-life, serious adaptation of what is just a ridiculous and bizarre musical. Do you want to know my opinions on 1998? Because I'm fresh off watching that. And I have to preface this by saying I was I watched Cats 2019 last night. I watched oh, Cats, no. Cats 1998 today. I did the opposite. Yeah. So I'm, I was already just physically and mentally drained of this this thing by the time I got round to watching 1998 which is <sighs> right firstly I don't like this I don't like any adaptation of this I think this is so boring but right so the thing I was gonna say is Zucchini told me that I need to watch this and look at it as the spectacle it is okay because it's 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 an event it's not supposed to be this perfectly crafted narrative it's it's supposed to be just a big showcase of dancing ability and <clears throat> like physical theater performance cats is more than anything a dancer's musical yeah exactly and and when <clears throat> and when i looked at it at that i started to find some light in it i started to go you know what i appreciate this a bit more i think the a lot of the actors there are some that i think are way too over the top but some of them actually do a really nice subtle line between i'm obviously a human performer but look at this little cat mannerism that's kind of subtle and i don't make a big deal of and it does immerse you a little bit um however i don't a musical to me lives and dies with the music and there's there's not a single song in this that i want to hear again oh i don't like that at all yeah, I know, oh. and I know you don't, and I know you're going to make the argument of the Rum's Humtugger, right? I know that there are some absolute bangers on the but, cat yeah, soundtrack, and and they're good, and and this is this is because I worked out why I didn't like it. I, it's not that I don't enjoy them in their context. I, I they serve their purpose in the musical. That's fine, but I'm I'm never going to put one of these on and just listen to it. And I, and I understand that that's not how it's supposed to be enjoyed. But let's be honest, when we hear a musical, we want to come away and we want to go on the soundtrack and we want to just fucking vibe to it a bit. I have no desire to listen to any of this again. Like, it's just, I found it repetitive a little bit. You know, the, there's that one melody that... And I know it's like a fucking motif or whatever the technical term is. But it, it was every five seconds. And like, and there's moments... Shut up. And there's moments that are like... <laughs> there's moments where it focuses on the music. And, there, and there's, like you said, there's that big fucking 15 minute long orgy fucking sequence. And it's Which just... the cut out of the movie, you cowards. Yeah, exactly. And it, <laughs> they did actually, yeah. Um, but it, it just goes for, for, for forever. And it, the music isn't memorable in the slightest. Like I just, I just went, I'm not, 
a fan, but I can respect that it's not. Firstly, I'm not the intended audience for this. They never went. <laughs> Lawrence is going to love this because right? <laughs> because it, it's true that I'm not going to, and I am. I am harsher on musicals than than I should be, especially ones that I don't really have any nostalgia for or haven't done something fresh and new. Like I enjoy, I enjoy Hamilton. I enjoy the um, In the Heights and stuff, uh, stuff that we did or reviewed recently in the Heights because it's that it kind of brought a hip hop fresh feel to it and it's modern and it is more accessible to enjoy than cats. This isn't, this isn't the kind of musical for me, but there's also, and you're not going to like this in the slightest. I think cats, the movie in some, and I want to stress some instances. Oh no. Is better. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to stress, I don't like the movie. I don't like 2019 in the slightest. But from simple narrative perspective and simple storytelling perspective, Cats 19 does do so. Admittedly, what it does do is bad, but it's formatted oh. a lot more easy oh. to di- easily to digest. Hard, hard, hard <laughs> disagree. <laughs> well, that was it, folks. We made it a year. Uh, that is the end of another happy pod. Good night. Go out oh, swinging. No. Why not? <laughs> Oh, oh! You said some stuff. <laughs> I, I did, I did, and I'm, and I, and I have the, I have the ammunition to defend it. So I want to. What do right. you think about it? Okay. Fuck <laughs> no. All right. The the premise that you don't think any of these songs are are good or or re-listenable or whatever. I think that's just ridiculous. So these are some of the most catchiest and and really good songs especially compared to the 29 2019 version because in the 2019 version they're not fucking songs they're just some cgi idiot half singing half talking for the most part and just stumbling through it and and putting on weird british accents jason derulo and ruining one of the best songs in the actual musical itself jason derulo it's it's bad isn't it i can see that run tum tugger is the closest it gets to good tunes for me and when and when bearing in mind i'd been told by everyone that has seen cats no, the the Rum Tum Tugger song is a is is a great song. And when my first introduction of that was Jason song. Derulo singing it, I just went, "It's not though, is it? Like, it just sucks." That version is <laughs> awful. Yeah, that version <laughs> yeah. is disgusting. And by the way, Rum Tum Tugger was the character I played, so I have extra love for that song. Extra. Love. Um, and that that the the song in the '98 version played by John Parker, and I think it's really good. It's the character is actually cool. He is actually a bad boy in the 2019 version. It's just so ridiculous, and there's nothing to it. There's there's no choice that has been made. Like in the '98 version, he's clearly like this punk rebel, leather jacket, studded belt, you know, kind of biker alt, you know, bad boy or bad cat or whatever. But in with Jason Derulo, it's it's a little bit of rap. It's a kind of a little bit of rock, but not really. It's just half-assed choices and no commitment to anything. It's just yeah. it's bland and fucking shit. That's what it is. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> I get the sense you're just really tired. <laughs> I I just I didn't like it, Lawrence. I didn't yeah. like any of it, and I just don't want it to exist. Do you want but me to please, say some things I did like about nineteen. No, I want you to. I want you to defend your point. You said you had ammunition. Right. Okay. Tell you what. What do you What do you want me to defend against? Well, what do you like about nineteen? It's not right. 
let me let me clarify that. It's not what I like about 2019 because I don't. All right. <laughs> what what do you what do you like about it more than the 98 version for some right. bizarre reason? So Victoria is this is this kitten that is like there and relatively new to this jellical pack of cats, right? Yes. In the 2019 version, I know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 feel free <clears throat> to disagree with me. In the 2019 version, it, the narrative structure is clearly laid out. Yes. And, and and what they do with the narrative structure is fucking terrible, but the format is being adhered to. You said the 1998 version is just two hours of cats introducing themselves. Yes. In the 2019 version, there is a clear protagonist, antagonist, and plot structure. It's It's weak. And it's and it is laughable at best, but there is an attempt of accessibility as a narrative format has has been made. Keyword there is attempt, okay? Because <laughs> yes, uh, I'll agree, okay. Like I said, Cats is just two hours of fucking musical performers introducing themselves to each other. That's that's literally all it is. But somehow. For me, and for a lot of the people, longest running musical on the West End, it, yep. it fucking, it works, okay? It's popular yeah. and successful for a reason. Not just because some fucking nonce from Bromley doesn't like it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I joke, I joke, kind of. <laughs> okay, but... And that and this is like the problems I have with the 2019 version. This is what I'm saying. If you want to do cats, then do cats. Don't change it. Don't try to work in a narrative and and kind of commit to a story, but not go all the way. Like, yeah. what is the point of doing this again, half-assed version of it, where you have kind of a main character with kind of a story, but not really. She is also just kind of there, just kind of being introduced to people. It's it's the exact same thing, only we're seeing it through uh, Victoria's eyes throughout the entire thing. That's that's yeah. really all it is. Well, you're, no... you're given an audience surrogate. They've put a lick of paint over a fucking... A, a volcano, or whatever. It's It's really not doing much, okay? <laughs> Like, sure, you've done a lick of paint. Well done, you. You picked up the paintbrush. But have you really made a difference? Have you made it better in any way? Or is there now just a strip of paint over it? Clearly, your favourite movie is Cats 2019. Yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> and obviously, then, you love every moment of this movie, such as noted uh, favourite actors and performers of yours, Rebel Wilson and James Corden. Oh shit! <laughs> right, come on, then, big man. Let's let's hear you defend this. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna rip the fucking shit out of this. Right, I have always been of the standpoint that I don't mind comedy in movies that aren't supposed to be funny when it's done well and when the performers are funny. Now, what does confuse me is that I do find Rebel Wilson and some aspects of James Corden funny. In this movie, however, I, I, I found them insufferable, and very irritating, and I and I know why. I can put my finger on why. It's because it's not just bad jokes, although there is plenty of it. It's because of the fact that the movie spends half its runtime saying 
look at us this is a serious production about cats we've got a serious story to tell and 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 they're walking around on all fours and they're they're you know some some of the performers are putting in some serious work to have to to make their mannerisms more cat-like right and and do the same thing that the 98 production did where the performers try to kind of you know allowing suspension of disbelief convince you that they are cats to make this world more tangible and believable so why if you want me to take that seriously do you then put in jokes of james corden like licking behind his ear and like rebel wilson scratching so far up her own ass and then like go and but basically you like it's asking the audience to point at it and go haha humans doing cat things as if that's the funny thing when the other half of the movie wants me to take it painfully seriously do you know what i mean yeah i do i do I just... <laughs> it's a rare day when you don't fight me on anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like this a lot <laughs> it's it's i think you're right it's just L let me ask you a question okay which world do you believe more oh the, the 1998 one okay at least you're not totally brain dead um <laughs> the the 98 one they they actually make the effort to seem like cats while they haven't they don't have the technology that we have today but and i don't think 2019 has the technology no yet. i don't think it does because it looks <laughs> it looks awful it's very unpleasant to watch in yeah. so many different ways um like big naked idris elba at the end just judy dench's face just floating on top of the cat oh, it's, it's fucking scary isn't it it's just all oh, it's really bad um yeah the 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 whole choice of the actual CGI-ness versus the you know the costumes and the makeup and stuff it's I get why they did it I just think it's not it doesn't work to your favor it it works massively against your favor as soon as that trailer came out it was all anyone was talking about they were talking yeah. about how ridiculous and horrified it, the trailer came out at the same time as the trailer for it chapter two and everyone was saying this is more scary because because yeah. it was because it was just ridiculous and it was you know sure it it's more i guess more realistic than having people in costumes and and acting like cats but does it get the the message across best? Does it get the idea across better? Absolutely not. I believe. What's the what is the theme or message of this, in in your eyes? <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> of of cats as a whole, or of, cats, of, cats, of, the, cats the production, both any iteration of cats. What's there isn't cats one. There isn't one. It's not trying to do anything. Okay. It's not. It's not trying to be. And Andrew Lloyd Webber might disagree, but. I don't think it's trying to be groundbreaking. I don't think it's trying to, to I think say Andrew Lloyd Webber would shit himself if he heard that. <laughs> I think he I think he'd fucking I think he'd Not... be getting a sniper out. You'd have a red dot on your forehead before the night was up. He'd be livid at that. But I but I do, I don't think there is any inherent message in this or, or theme or lesson or anything like that i think it, like i've said it i've said it before it is just cats introducing themselves for fucking two hours and that's because the musical itself is adapted from a book of poems a yeah. book of poems about cats so inherently the source material there's no structure to that and then you turn that into a musical again there's no real structure but it fucking slaps it's great think... i'll sing i'll sing skimble shanks all day long when he's scottish not whatever the fuck that version was <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I think cats is something that uh, a middle-aged man going through a life crisis and a divorce writes. Like, this strikes me as very lonely <laughs> to, to have come up with this. Um, I, Why? Right, I, Why? Show you're working. Because it's just weird. Like why is it weird? Because it's people as cats? Is no, that why it, it's no, weird? No, no, that's not that's not it at all. It's the it's uh, right. It, the musical is about cats, and yes. none, of, none of these cats are doing anything remotely cat-like. Like no, I hard disagree. Okay, defend. When was the last time that you had a cat that? Well, I've was, never had a cat first. Of right. All. Okay. Well, then there you go. You've sh you've shown your colors. I, okay. All right, you've had a cat for like what three months, and now you're thinking <laughs> of fucking Steve Irwin. All right, calm right. down. What I'm saying is, with this, right, there is there is nothing about this that is kind of in. Yeah, all right, they they prowl around at night, and 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 they they do some. There's some kind of like throwaway things about how like oh we're, you know, there's two cats that you know break things, and the, their owners say like oh that fucking shit cunt cat or whatever, like what a bastard. Um, and then they get over it because the you know what you're going to do you can't really tell off a cat. Um, th those elements, yeah, I completely agree with. But when was the last time that you saw a cat get in a fucking hot air balloon and transcend into another realm oh to be my... reborn? Like it, this, it, it's just fucking weird. When was the last time you saw a founding father of the United States engage in a rap battle? <laughs> yeah f all right fair enough <laughs> yeah what I'm saying is when was still, the last time <laughs> when was the last time that you saw a bodega shop owner from new york break <laughs> into song and dance over a fucking lottery ticket right it's However, a musical lawrence yeah, it's I know, heightened reality yes but the heightened reality is still set within some degree of reality the not necessarily battles, not necessarily listen, listen a reality no you listen to me you can a reality a reality yes but not necessarily our reality <sighs> i'm not going to win this point but i disagree <laughs> what else actually no what i'll say is that hamilton the rap battles in Hamilton represented political debates, which happened. Okay, yes. the, the 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 you have a fair point in in the Heights, you, you know, busting open a bodega singer talking about his dreams and stuff. But maybe he's just going down the road and telling people. But there there, there is no metaphor. There is no simple change like that that you could say that that's what Cats was trying to do when they fucking yeeted someone in a hot air balloon to be reborn. Right. Does I there need to be a metaphor? Does every single story that's produced, does it need to justify itself no. by changing the world in some way? No, no, not at all. But why does this keep acting like it's doing that? Like I don't it, believe it, it does. It wants, it wants I, I don't believe it so any point. Seriously, that... though, do you not think? A, a 2019 version, yes. 100% yes, completely agree. Actual production of Cats, not at all. Mm, fair enough. Oh. <laughs> this is just hard to talk about isn't it because there's a, there's so much that i don't know where to go like this is the probably the messiest episode we've ever done of the podcast tell me through your tell me through your notes tell me through your notes okay there are some of these that are obviously jokes where i'm frustrated and there are other ones that i actually have serious questions to ask and and you know maybe try and get something out of you as well um right. i've put the first thing it doesn't help that the opening song is repetitive, infuriating, doesn't tell me anything about anyone, and is shit. Okay, so... <laughs> First of all... <laughs> I'm really not being nice. 
You're not at all. <laughs> you you can't just say shit. All right. You can say you don't like it, but don't oh, latch that. on latch on to repetitive and 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 I guess meaningless. Jellical cats can. Jellical do. Jellical does. Jellical is. Jellical cats can and do. I don't. What is it? What and first is it? What is a jellical cat? I don't know. No one knows what a jellical cat is. First of all, so if what... you're looking for an answer for that, you'll never get one. Second <laughs> of all, um, it's an introduction. That's what it is. It gives you the overture. It gives you the the musical themes throughout the show, and yeah. then it gives you this big burst of energy, as all musicals do. You open with a big opening number, so yeah. the audience is energized and they're with you, and then you have an introduction to all the characters you're going to see. That's what it is, and these characters are cats, so they're telling you what these cats are. Jellical cats are kings of the night, singing and dancing phenomenal heights. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll, move, we'll move on, because we have not got the time for the amount of You don't, you don't like it when I beat you, do you? I don't mind it when you beat me because, like I said, if there's anything that I actually want, it's to better understand this because my head is fried from okay. these two. Um, my head is fried from 2019. I'll give you. Yeah, that. Um, 2019. These are notes on 2019. So many angles are just straight up bussy. Cussy. <laughs> Cussy, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie is directed by Tom Hooper. By all accounts, a terrible person. Um, he oh, really? also, yeah, he also directed. I've got a fucking a note here. Is a hold on. I feel significantly better about shitting on his work. <laughs> yeah, I I started to feel feel bad when I was like preparing earlier, but then I saw this, so I was like, oh no, fuck him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, da -da 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 -da. in an article published in 2020 on the Daily Beast website. Visual effects artists speaking on condition uh, of anonymity said that they had six months to produce the early two and a half minute trailer. So they had six months for the trailer and then they had only four months to produce the rest of the movie. Visual what? effects artists uh -huh. were spending 90 hour weeks and even sleeping under their desks in some cases to get the film done on time. This time crunch, along with a cantankerous relationship, working relationship between the visual effects team and Tom Hooper, the director, are at the root of the problems with the film, according to the article. So Holy shit, man! And yeah. it doesn't, <laughs> and it, and like it could have been perfect. It still would have been crap. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus. Okay, yeah. No, I feel a lot better about these these <clears throat> notes then, because some of these are fucking mean. Um, at one point, and I've got no reference to what this was about, but it's pretty early on. I just said, "Cats don't do this." What the hell, man? Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, cats also don't sing and dance, so yeah, it's fair, fair play. Not, to, I don't want to get too cinema scenes on it. Um, there is quite literally a cat in the hat, which I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Mister Mistopheles, they did you so dirty, man. They did you so dirty. Uh, this is pure nonsense. Uh, stop using the ADR of people breathing. Um, there's okay. a lot of instances where they're breathing and you can see their chest moving, but the sound is coming out at the completely wrong time. Uh, and it's very, very distracting once you notice it. Um, I would say watch, watch out for it next time, but I know you'll never watch this again. 
I, I will never ever watch <laughs> this again. I cannot stress enough uh, how I'm glad. First of all, you bought this, so I'm glad I did not have to yeah, fucking thanks. spend the money on it. Um, second of all, just <sighs> I'm muting I'm <even> again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is something that I think we can actually have a, somewhat of a conversation about. Uh, nothing in this movie is scaled properly at all. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. Thank you. The scale <laughs> is all over the place. I actually brought this up in a tweet before the movie even came out because I saw it in the trailer and it just blew my fucking mind and I could yeah. not understand it. And, right, and let me I get into it. Right, but firstly, <clears throat> the VFX artists are not to blame for this, right? This no. will have been set design, this will have been storyboarding, this will have been so many departments that missed the mark. And if they're working under the time pressure that we've been led to believe, fair, fair enough. But it's just so distracting because sometimes cats are as tall as radiators. And then other times, like, they're the same size as like a can on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So the the correlation that caused my mind to just freak out and just could not accept what was happening is there is a shot in this movie of, I believe it's Angelica, but it could be any cat, it doesn't fucking matter, um, <laughs> holding a knife and a fork, okay? And it's the uh... biggest fucking knife and fork you've ever seen. It's so big because obviously they are a cat, so it's not, you know... It's not human size. It's not human hands that are holding him. Yeah. Makes sense. Then, at the end of the movie, the cats are in Trafalgar Square. Okay? Lawrence, yeah, we've, yeah, both yeah. Lived, we've both lived in London. Okay? Yeah. We've been to Trafalgar Square. Also, it's a CGI many... render of Trafalgar Square. Could you not have just taken a photo? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we, we know Trafalgar Square... I understand that the majority of people, well, it's quite a famous area, but regardless, the majority of people may not have been to Trafalgar Square, so they won't know, okay? But the lions on Nelson's column, okay, they, the, the, the like, the plinth that the lions are on is about the size of a six-foot human, okay? Yeah. Like, it takes some effort to climb up there, but they are the same size as the cats in this movie, it's it it makes no sense. They are life size yeah. in this movie, yeah. and I hate it. And it makes no sense. And Tom Hooper deserves to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair. It, it, but it, that's the thing; it is distracting, and it is it does take you out of it. Um, right. Next note I've got. We're just working through these, aren't we? <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's get this pod done. <laughs> um. So I understand in the 1998 version, the costume and the fur coats and all of that. I take issue in the 2019 version of furry cats wearing fur coats. Okay. It just doesn't make sense to me. Not, not going to disagree necessarily. Um, yeah, doesn't make sense. Again, it's, it's the choice. They try to have it both ways. They yeah. try to do a, a realistic... Um, a, a realistic true to life adaptation of of what you know actual cats are but then they also try to dress it up in the fun ways that the musical did as well um which it just doesn't work like the, the shortcuts and not shortcuts necessarily but the the way that the cats were dressed up in the musical it was all for a purpose it was the hijack streamlines right? exactly you know like in the the musical like buster for jones he's a he's a very fat cat 
And so they did that by just getting like a big guy in just a big black woolen coat. It's not much, but it just works. It it works and you believe it for that character. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a big cat. In yeah. in the movie, in the music movie, it's a big CGI cat, then wearing a big coat on top of it. And it's yeah. just what what are you doing? There's just too much going on here. Go for one or the other. Don't fucking mix the two in this weird hybrid that doesn't work. Yeah. No, I, I'm bang on. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. James Corden is fast becoming one of the most irritating people. He's got a habit of making everything he's in worse. James Corden is... What what happened to him, man? He's... He fell off, man. Like, James Corden... Bear in mind, this he's the writer of Gavin and Stacey, one of the co-creators. It's a British institution. That, that One of the is. most loved sitcoms in the UK. Probably, yeah. a lot of people would argue, one of the best sitcoms uh, that Britain has produced. And any anything he does outside of that is just fucking awful. It's... I think I think that a lot of producers go obviously because mm. obviously he's a fucking smash hit in America, right? His talk show's one of the most viewed talk shows out there. I think that people go, well, he's a lot funny. of Americans hate him too, though. That's the thing. Yeah, and, and that, but that's but not mainline America. Like people on Twitter, yes, but these movies are you know sometimes. They're, they're, they're ran out in focus groups of mums that watch the late show or the late, late, late fucking past your bedtime late, show or whatever it is. <laughs> the late, um, late, and stay up late show. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like, but, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm not trying to fucking assassinate his character. Like, for the most part, James Corden seems fine, if not just a little mm. bit of a cringy TV host. But he... he just pick pick your projects, man. For once, do something that you can look back on and go... All right, I might not have made that much money from that, but you know what? I'm proud of my work. Like, if I was driving somewhere and James Corden stopped me to do a fucking flash mob where he's dressed up as a rat and his, fucking, and his fucking air thrusting in front of me, I'd just drive straight over his body. Yeah. I'd just... be like, get out of the fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That you, video is I, one that, of the worst things I've ever seen. And I, and I think that's the core of it. He thinks he's a lot funnier than he is. Um, and he thinks that, I think he thinks that Gavin and Stacey makes us forgive a lot of the stuff he does. But it's like, no, Gavin and Stacey's good and I can enjoy that and not, not kind of, I can kind of remove you from that. <laughs> like, yeah. James Corden's annoying, Gavin and Stacey's good. I can um, assume that all the good stuff came from Ruth Jones. Yeah. I wonder what Ruth Jones, because they used to be close right i wonder what ruth jones thinks of james corden i think they still are close they did there was the recent episode again stacy i mean they both wrote on it so true who knows if they were in the same and, and this is and this is post james corden being who he is so true 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 um yeah. why is idris elba teleporting <clears throat> I don't know. I can't explain that. I can't explain why he's a magic man as well. Uh, he, or a magic cat, I should say. He can just make people disappear, I guess. Yeah. Fair play and to he you. Says his, he says his name when he does it. He goes, McCavity. McCavity. And disappears. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, uh, it's like a fanfare. <laughs> the absolute downgrade from the the brilliant duet you had of McCavity in the 98 version to... Whatever the fuck Taylor Swift was doing, just sitting on a moon, sometimes speaking in a British accent, and then just fucking pouring catnip on people. Oh, I didn't. I cannot stress enough how much I cannot fucking stand this movie. <laughs> I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest, right? I didn't mind. Um, I didn't mind Taylor Swift in it, but I think that's because of the singers in this film. She was by mm. far the most technically proficient. 
Like, what did you think of the Taylor Swift song? Because you might not have picked up on it, but there is a song in this movie that was original for the movie. It's not in the musical. It's the one where um, Victoria, she sees Grizabella, the, the the one who ends up going to the heavyside lair for the first time, yeah. and then she like sings a song to her. Um, that That is a Taylor Swift song that she wrote for this movie. And, oh. and for me... It seemed very out of place. It seemed very much like a Taylor Swift song just slotted right in the middle of this movie. Hey, and it just, it just it didn't off. fit with exactly. <laughs> it just didn't fit with anything. It was very clearly like Taylor Swift songs. Like I could very clearly imagine Taylor Swift singing this and it being in the, the fucking top 40. Or, is that um, still a thing anymore? I don't know. But I can still imagine that, that it, it was a Taylor Swift song. Maybe maybe it's a case of me watching 2019 first, but I didn't notice it. I didn't okay. notice anything different or out of the ordinary, no. Fair enough. Um, but I don't like it. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, this is another stupid one. So I don't like you either. Oh, okay, good. Um, this is another stupid one. Um, why do all these cats want to do life again? Also, of Judy Dench is, is so old. Why doesn't she just fucking rebirth herself? <clears throat> Okay, you just you're just doing cinema sense here, mate. <laughs> no, no, no I, but I'm not right. I, I I genuinely right. I understand Grizabella and I understand the um the fucking Ian McKellen right. I und- I understand why them two because they're they're both like trodden on a bit, forgotten a bit past their prime, right? I get that. But why does any other cat give a shit? Like, why does ev- any every other cat seems pretty fine, like pretty well, confident? But yeah, they're all like, I want to win this fucking competition. Well, they get a new life. They get to start again. It's basically just having another extra 20 years or whatever. Lifespan of a cat isn't that long. I guess. I don't know. They might have used up most of it. It's just, for me, I guess it was one of them things where it just didn't look... And maybe that's the the downside. You know what your issue is? You're trying to apply too much logic to cats. Stop doing that. Because you're (laughs) not going to get anywhere. Okay? It's just going to be more upsetting for yourself. Stop yeah. trying to apply logic to cats. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I, I think you're going to get cross at this. Um, oh, uh, <clears throat> hold on, let me drink I some think wine. that the railway cat uh, in 2019 is a bit more fun than the railway cat in 1998. <laughs> <sighs> Go on, tell them what you just did. I left the Discord call. <laughs> Good. Right. I would, I like the tap sequence. I think he's I think it's cool. And it's missing in the in the nineteen ninety-eight one. He just kind of walks around and it's says not, it's not it's I not missing in the, it's no, no, it's not missing in the ninety-eight one. It's unnecessarily added in the twenty nineteen one. This but it's, but it's fun. Head. It's a musical. It's it's like it's a little dance number that stands out from the rest. This, if there's anything that this musical does not need, it's more fucking dance numbers. Okay, <laughs> it is. It is, and and try and disagree with me. Okay, it is full of them from start to finish. Okay, and I'll I'll tell you exactly why you're wrong on this point. First of all, this wine is going to my head. Second of all, this ah. movie takes so much. It. What I'm trying to say is this movie is a movie, 
okay? And I know that sounds weird, but just, just go with me for a second. A musical is a big production. You can see the entire stage, you can see people dancing and, and singing about and all this stuff. A movie is obviously different. You have close-ups and, and you can move the camera around and get and view this bit and then view this bit and then view that bit and all that sort of stuff. And this movie makes the choice to, because of that, because how a movie is framed, to cut out a lot of the dancing sequences and to see things differently and to just focus uh, whereas the musical would have a big dance number here and where you'd see cats pretending to be dogs and singing about here a guy would say a line and that would be it and and that's just how it is so then why are you having that and then squeezing in a new dance number which isn't there and just doesn't work yeah fair enough I'll concede it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you just don't have the energy, do you? I just... It's... Right, we've already just established the fact that this is this is for no one. Like, this is... This is this is just for no one, isn't it? Like, like... What did Zucchini think of both versions? Uh, so, she's a fan of the 1998 one. Um, okay, so, it, so it, she's it, not. She has common sense then. Okay. Yeah, and she, it's a it's a childhood one. She knows it's like a little bit. As far as as far as I'm aware, she knows it's a bit silly, um, but it's like a childhood favorite. So there's sentimental kind of nostalgia, like you have. Um, yes. 2019. Uh, she in the last like 40 minutes, she she'd already fallen asleep, um, yeah, and she she spent the time that she was <laughs> awake saying, "Why have they done this? Oh my god, why did they get rid of that? Oh, what yeah. the fuck's this?" Um, okay. mainly to, there's a dance that I think it's Victoria has, which is a very, a very well choreographed and very kind of, uh, technically proficient performance from the actress, um, yeah. that becomes a, a, a duet. Um, can I just with... say something as well? Um, is a little bit weird that, um, Victoria is a black actress that has been painted white. Is, is yeah, it's, it's a little bit uh, something a little bit weird about that. Mm. Just not going to say anything else. Just a little bit weird, but <laughs> fair enough. Go off, Tom Hooper. Go sure, why not? Um, uh, one of my last notes, uh, and I have more, but they're all just mainly the same. It's just me getting annoyed here. Um, some of the cats look extremely <clears throat> inappropriate when they're naked. Um, <laughs> And and that is because they've a lot of the time they've matched skin tone of the famous face that we know, i.e. Idris Elba is a very famous black man, with the same complexion of man. fur. He is a very sexy man. Um with the same but they've put the same his skin tone is the same complexion of fur that he has. Yes. So when when he's not wearing his big coat, it looks like just a very hairy, naked Idris Elba. <laughs> Yes, it and it does. and it's and it it just something about it seems really really weird. And I there's a I reason why when the trailer came out and there's that shot of like him like sitting on the moon or whatever, he's just sitting like cross legged. There was a reason why that suddenly became a meme because mm. it looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you just have a big hairy <laughs> naked Idris Elba just. <laughs> Giving jazz hands and doing the splits or whatever, like what? There was no world where that wasn't going to turn into a joke. Okay, yeah. where's his it cock? Is, 
<laughs> so weird. Do you know what? Drink, you, fucking drinking wine during this has made me realize that we need to do a drunk episode because. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that would be a lot of fun, and I'm already halfway there. So, so get cut. one thing I want to know, okay, mm-hmm. is we, we've talked a little bit about about Rumtum Tugger, and again the the downgrade he had. Most curious uh, cat known to me. The most curious cat, the most sexy cat, um, and the downgrade he had. Yeah. Um, what I I want to talk about one thing because I think in the '98 version, I think there's one performer who is just so insane and cat-like, and all his mannerisms are kind of freaky because I just think they're so. I feel like this guy spent like six years of his life just living with cats to prepare for the role, <laughs> and the exposition he is. Cat. It is the exposition cat, yes, the yeah. great one, Munkerstrap. Um, and to see how he was translated in the movie, again, this isn't going to be a shock, but the downgrade that they had on him, it's it's night and day, because you have a character who clearly put in so much work. He yeah. was... like First of all, that entire cast for the 98 version, that was the best of the best. They were all Broadway and West End performers. They took like the best of each show from like around the world and put them all into this one mega production so it so yeah. it's gonna be good you're gonna have talented people who know what they're doing this you just kind of got whoever kind of a name you know let's put taylor swift in there let's put and james they're, Gordon. They're, they're somewhat dated names <clears throat> as well like i realized i think this yeah. was like if for example if i went and had a conversation with my mum and said mum who are the biggest celebrity names that you know of my mum famously does not keep up with any kind of form of pop culture she'd be like I know that Jason Derulo on the radio. Um, Jason Derulo is a very odd choice. It's a fucking really weird choice. Yeah, he hasn't been relevant for quite a while. And he's he's mostly relevant for people singing his name at the start of songs. That's really it. That should have been at the start of it. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, like always forgiven if you if you if you have a, the rum tum targer is a curious cat. Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah, like all all is forgiven if you do that. That's fine. That's true. I I'd love this movie. If Resubmit that it for the Oscars. Like I just, it's, it's perfect. Oh, this movie actually won a Raspberry, which is the anti Oscars. So yeah, who won worst picture at the Raspberries? Did anyone so, show up? Uh, I doubt it. No. Yeah, they all seemed very serious. Sadly, Halle Berry was not in this cast. Famously, the only person who was ever showing up to receive a Raspberry Award. Yeah, a legend. (laughs) That's how you embrace it. That's how you live with it. Um, Yeah, so what did you think of that character in both versions, Monkerstrap? Again, the exposition kind of Um, And he he was the person that I was referring to when I said the mannerisms and the work put in by performers is mind-blowing. Yeah. in 2019, he's he's just it's just a dude. It's just a fucking dude, um, yeah. and he's and he is there, and he serves both purposes. I don't, I don't think the character is specifically very interesting, but he's definitely the person that has the most to do. Um, See, I think he, he think he's interesting in in the 98 version. Um, he just always looks a bit fucked off. In which one, the 98? Both, I think, to an extent. Okay, fair enough. I can kind of see that. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the you know the second in command, the not the leader because that's obviously all Deuteronomy, but like the deputy or whatever, just getting together and and keeping all these cats in line and that sort of thing. And I think the '98 version really played that well because he does get a little bit pissed off. He does struggle, um, you know, when they're all messing about and doing stuff. 
and try yeah. and keep them under wraps. That well, really guys, comes can we across. Just be some fucking, can we be some good jellical cats right now, please? Exactly. Old, old condomery is here, and we need to fucking <laughs> we need to behave. We need to be on our oh. best behavior. All right. Well, there's there's classic Lawrence then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I've resorted to drinking wine and i never want to see this movie ever again yeah and and, I, I, and now this movie should never have been made what i'll say as well if anyone's if anyone's annoyed by my comments and has still for some reason made it an hour in um we should watch lame Miz, by the way we should watch lame Miz. um most performers that are known in this in in the 2019 version shine in their professions like taylor swift is very good idris elba is very good judy dench is phenomenal fucking um jennifer hudson i believe is pretty good um what uh, rebel wilson is hilarious amongst other things james corden we've already said you know bit of a, a bit of a weird kind of body of work recently but has been known to produce fantastic things these people are talented they're right you can like you can like it or not but they are I just don't know what happened in this weird cocktail of a film. Like, it's just so many ideas. Like you say, so much half-baked stuff. It just, it just, it, I, it could have had potential, but it didn't. <laughs> and it kind of came out a bit just crap. Can I wrap up by asking you just a couple of questions about 1998? Yes, please do. I'll, I'll happily talk about 98. All right. Firstly, who is the cat that's dressed like Zack Snyder's Robin? <laughs> do you mean the great rumpus cat? The one with a big fucking R <laughs> that's wearing like this kind of bat suit and has weird red glasses. That's the great rumpus cat. He's a cat superhero. We look like Zack Snyder's Robin to me. He's <laughs> 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 a great rumpus cat. Uh, there you are. Question answered. Question answered. Moving on. Second point. Um, less of a question, but maybe you can give me some light on it. Uh, I'm not being funny, but Asparagus the cat deserves to get the new life. Man can't even comprehend what's going on. Hard to agree. Yep, cool. Also, um, 98 version is bear sad as well. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, there's and so they many kind moments. Of, they kind just... of imply that he just dies as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, uh, bear sad. Ian McK the, one of the few parts that wasn't terrible, actually, a 2019 version, Ian McKellen, yeah. Um, and I think that's just because he's a good actor. <laughs> but yeah. majority of it, fucking pile of dog shit. Yeah, no, I, I really liked Ian McKellen in that. Um, the, the last point, and this is just a bit mean, if any of these cats were real people, I wouldn't want to hang out with them. <laughs> if Jarvis was a real person, would you want to hang out with him? Probably not, because he just shouts at me all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but because he's a little cat, I like it. <laughs> I go, oh. he, he in his head he could be like feed me prick and i could be like no oh, he's a good boy jarvis is a good boy what did jarvis think of cats he left the room both times <laughs> <laughs> well there you are it's not even endorsed by its own kind no definitely not um yeah uh, that's that then really isn't it <laughs> that's that happy happy one year happy one year mate <laughs> <laughs> What a way to celebrate. I finished my wine and now I'm sad. Yeah, that's the best way to be after watching Cats 2019. Um, oh. Oh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this. If, if you did enjoy it, there's new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. 
Um, but what? <laughs> Indeed, what, what? Uh, what are we doing next week, Nathan? We're doing this. I want it that way. Oh, chills. Literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. Haha, that sounds like fun, Nathan, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, so that's that's coming next Friday at 10am. Um, if you are looking forward to that, don't forget to give us a follow. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram at Another Happy Pod. Uh, and also you can give us a little review if you fancy um you know give us give us a five star review we don't like ones twos threes or fours we'll accept fours if they're going but we'd prefer a five uh, but other than that thanks for listening and we'll <clears throat> see you next week and i would just like to say Tempted to cut it when you say, and I'd like to say, and then I'll put in something horrendous. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that then. Oh, fucking hell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.